Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another podcast of A Few Minutes with Pastor Mac. We hope God is blessing you thus far on this Sunday morning. And we hope God's power, favor, and strength be upon you for this new week that is upon us. If you can't make service, don't forget uh, we have a Givelify app that you can give your donations and first fruits and uh, grace givings uh, through our app. And um, if you can't make it to service, so don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well. Uh, give the website and on our app, uh, Givelify. Shall we pray? Oh, gracious Father in heaven, <clears throat> we come again thanking you for a new week. Thank you for last week, Lord, and you didn't have to do it, but you did. And many blessings that you blessed us with and provisions made made ways made way for us lord we say thank you for that those in the sound of my voice lord lift them up now whatever prayer request may be availed we ask you lord to speak peace in their life uh, till you do your will and your way or give us the strength and comfort to make make it through <clears throat> till you show yourself to us oh god we love you we thank you you're an awesome god lord and we avail ourselves to you right now, most humblest way we can, seeking whatever you have for us, blessing us any way you, that you can, and doing everything that you do. We thank you for what you've done and what you're going to do right now. Bless your weak, feeble servant that I am. Give me strength, power. Give me uh, comfort. Speak the words that you want your people to hear. Bless us now these few minutes, Lord, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight. O oh, my Savior, my Redeemer, in Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Again, <clears throat> greetings and blessings upon you. I'm uh, elated, delighted, and excited to be again here with a few minutes with Pastor Mac Podcast. And uh, we thank you for your tuning in uh, once again. Uh, this week, we'll find us still in the book of John, as we're doing a series, series titled, His Name is Jesus, and um, we're going to be going through John and his signs seven times, and uh, adding some more uh, miracles of Jesus uh, later on as we delve uh, into and, and dive into uh, Jesus and some of his ministry work. While he was here. Again, this series is His Name is Jesus. Uh, today's scripture, John chapter 5, as we look at the third sign, as John calls them, sign of miracle of Jesus. And John chapter 5, verse 1, will claim our attention. Uh, I'll be reading the CSB translation, whatever translation you have, we do ask you to follow. Along, uh, John writes this, after this Jewish festival 
took place, Jesus went up to Jerusalem by the sheep gate in Jerusalem. There is a pool called Bethesda in Aramaic, which has five colonnades. Within these lay a large number of the disabled, blind, lame, and paralyzed. One man was there who had been disabled for 38 years. Jesus saw him lying there and realized he had already been there a long time. He said to him, Do you want to get well? Sir, the disabled man answered, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred. Stirred up, but while I'm coming, someone goes down ahead of me. Get up, Jesus told him. Pick up your mat and walk. Instantly, the man got well, picked up his mat, and started to walk. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand for ever. I just want to tag and title this text, Whatever He Tells You, Get Up. Whatever He Tells You, Get Up. And going with it text from the previous Sundays, whatever Jesus tells you, whatever command he tells you, do it. This week he said, get up. Get up. Um, a few years ago, my son graduated from East Texas Baptist University, and during this whole time, if we remember uh, the beginning, uh, uh, well, a few months after the uh, pandemic had started, I believe, um, he was to receive his degree in May, and uh, we all received tickets to go. And of course, you remember there were all kinds of protocols that were enacted, and things in place for safety, um, just to get in, and not not ending there. When you got in, there were other things that were set up, spatial spatial seating, and things of that nature. And uh, so, but in order to get in. Uh, we had to have a, a ticket. You had to have a mask on and ticket, as that was again back during the beginning of the pandemic. With no mask and no ticket, meant no access to the event. So at the door, there were people scanning for tickets. Oh, to have no access to what the very thing you were trying to attend. To witness this the excitement and culmination of hard work in the end of one chapter and the beginning of a new one. This man had no access to the very thing that he was waiting on. The very event he was trying to participate in, he was being denied because alone he could not do it. He had no friends, if the text tells you. He had no enemies. He had no family. But nobody could help him into the pool but here comes jesus and jesus is able to avoid the constructs that would limit anybody else but because he is who he is he can do what he wants when he wants to that is jesus have you ever been in a situation that only jesus could handle you needed supernatural power supernatural movement and i mean a situation where you tried everything you could to come to the realization that you needed a supernatural divine action on your 
situation. So Jesus shows up and asks a question to this man. The man had expressed his obstacles instead of giving Jesus what he asked. Do you want to get well? And unfortunately, many of us are still coming up with excuses to why we are not living right, why we are not busy for the Lord, why we are not giving to the Lord, why we are still shacking up, why we are still cussing and fussing. We have a whole lot of excuses not to serve him, but we don't think about the reasons why we should serve him. Well, as I tell and remind church quite frequently, one reason and reason number one that we should serve is that he woke us up this morning. And we'll go through one through five. He woke us up this morning and made a way. And we should just serve and praise him for that. Don't get me started about what else he has done and is doing. Is doing to do, going to do so that we should just praise him on credit. It hasn't come to pass yet, but you who under the sound of my voice should just shout. That is going to come to pass. If God has a hand in it, he will take care of it. You should just dance because of who he is. And since you know who he is, you realize that he is going to take care of you. Get up. That's what he's telling you today. Get up and make a move. Get up. Shake away all those haters. Get up. Quit drowning in your own self-pity. Jesus, Jesus not only changed this man's physical component, but he changed his spiritual. Well, let's look close and I get out your hand. Three things to drop and I'll move along um, and get out your way first. Uh, we'll look at it again since Jesus is the theme. Let's see Jesus' knowledge. Jesus' knowledge. Jesus knew what this man was already in, 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 in condition, his condition and situation already. When Jesus saw him lying there and realized he had already been there a long time. Mm. Jesus knew this man's situation without having to be told because Jesus already has, he already knows what's going on in your life. Some of people have been stuck in the negative circumstances for so long that they've given up hope that things could ever change, that God's work occurs in cooperation with our will. And since Jesus knows whatever is already the problem, it's just our will to obey him that activates the supernatural power. And this man laying there, Jesus knew. What is what it was this man was going through? This man laying there, he was so near to his blessing, but yet so far away. Have you ever been in that condition, that situation? Uh, well, the blessing was so close, but yet so far away. 38 years, this man has been paralyzed and unable to walk. All this time he's been brought to this pool to wait, ever hoping for some kind of miracle. Jesus knew his situation. And when you know Jesus, this is the kind of person you know. He knows everything about you inside and out and all you ever felt or thought or done. That's scary. 
some of us, you know, some of us knew what we ever thought. We dumb. Some of us may move. We, even though we are sitting uh, spread out, we may still move another pew or two away. We, we may need, when you're in church, you may move away from somebody if you knew what they would had done. But Jesus knows everything. Jesus knows all about us. And that's good to know, huh? Excuse me, personal, but when you're buying different gizmos and gadgets and whatnot, they give you an instruction book. In this instruction book, it tells you how to operate, get started, and help to function this um, device, uh, gizmo that you purchased. And it's good to know all you can about it because you need to know if something goes wrong and you need to have inside information on how to. That's what God is to. He knows how we operate. He knows what keeps us going. He he knows what we think about. He knows what we're doing. That's for some of us who who, who know Jesus. We we say, Lord, forgive me. But some who still living in sin are saying, Oh, I'm scared because I was doing something I shouldn't have been doing just last week. Huh? I'm afraid. But Jesus, knowing His omniscience, knows everything about us. Some of us been letting people control our purpose. Yeah, you, you, there have been many times that you put your purpose on hold for people, but now God is telling you it's time to put people on hold for your purpose. You gotta be obedient to the Lord. Just love and respect Him. Then number two, Jesus is compassion. Jesus' compassion. Verse 7, sir, the man answered, I have no one to put me into the pool when the water is stirred. But while I'm coming, someone goes down ahead of me. Jesus said, get up, verse 8. Pick up your mat and walk. And this man, just like us, when he responded to Jesus, he was trying to elicit sympathy. He was trying to make Jesus feel sorry for him that he wasn't able to do what he should be able to do. He Jesus didn't ask him, you don't have nobody to put you in. Jesus said, do you want to get well? And we're just like that man. We want to listen, Lord, I would do this, but these people over here keep getting on my nerves. Lord, I would obey, but this, this pandemic, I can't go to church. Lord, I would give, but this man was responding, trying to get sympathy. Jesus' word has authority. And I've been telling you for the last two weeks, it's the third week, Jesus' word told him, servants at the wedding, fill it up with water. He said, scoop something out and take it. Yeah? Between the sipping and the dipping. The dipping and the sipping. The, the water turned. The Last week, Jesus said, go. Your son will live. Jesus' word has authority. Jesus today said, get up. <laughs> get up. Jesus' words has authority. 
You listen to the word, you cease to dwell in a place of despair. This man went from a place of despair. He ceased to live, dwell in a place of depression. He ceased to dwell in a place of discontentment. He ceased to dwell in a place of brokenheartedness. All from the words of Jesus. That's what Jesus does when he tells us, get up out of your fallen nature. Get up from your fallen state of mind. Get up from your excuses. You now have access to what God has for you. Your obedience is demanded in order to be blessed. Some of us having conflicts because we have allowed our flesh to control our spirit. <laughs> Preach, Pastor Mac. I'm doing the best I can. Have you allowed the enemy to come in and steal and snatch your joy? Oh, because we won't get up out of our fallen mindset. We won't get up out of what God has told us to get out of. We'd rather stay in it. As this man said, I have nobody to put me in. Jesus just said, get up. Don't worry about whatever you've done. Get up. Don't worry about what they talk about you. What they say about you. Get up. Because Jesus has compassion. Oh, my brothers and sisters, under the sound of my voice, aren't you glad Jesus had compassion for you? I'm glad he had compassion for me because he could have left us where we were. But oh, Jesus had compassion for us. And then look, look, lastly, Lest I hold you too long. Jesus' power. The words get up. And then the Bible says at once. The CSB says instantly. And that word signifies the immediacy of Jesus' power. Because when Jesus speaks, <laughs> disease, muscles, and bones obey. And they obey at once. <laughs> when Jesus speaks, <laughs> souls are made right. <laughs> Minds are regulated. <laughs> and hearts are fixed. <laughs> when Jesus speaks... Things never stay the same. And my brothers and sisters, beloved, John is just exalting again in the sovereign power of Jesus. Just like I told you the same way he did in John 4 when he healed the boy by the official exactly at the seventh hour. 15 miles away, Jesus said the words go, 
your son leaves and the fish you left on faith. And my brothers and sisters, when this man got up, it like everything connected, beliefs and faith, understanding and power gathered together in this man's body and said, look and see who was that talking to us. His name is Jesus. And because his name is Jesus, I've learned to trust in Jesus. And I've learned to trust in God. Thank God for his peace in the time of storms. Peace doesn't mean you won't have problems. Peace means your problems won't have you. Thank God for salvation and his deliverance. Quit letting folk keep you from enjoying your salvation. Some folk like a wet towel trying to put out your fire. For the Lord, they always negative, always complaining always talking about the church in a negative way. Nothing good to say about the deacons. Nothing good to say about the preacher and the praise team. But but you got to get your folk, your focus on Jesus and not on people. It's good to know God is with us in spite of our faults, failures, and faithlessness because he's got power to protect you power to deliver you power to make ways out of no ways and whatever you need he can well, he can fix it for you you might be here today and know God is telling you to get up you might be here today on a breakthrough hunt but God is telling you to get up you may need provision and don't let the enemy fool you. Just get on up and let God have his way. Because on a third Sunday, he got up from the grave with all power in his hand. Power. He's able to bring you joy. Power. He's able to mend your heart. Won't he do it? Say yes. Say yes. Say yes. yes. Invitation is extended now. If you don't know Jesus in the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved, allow him to come into your life, Simply say this prayer, Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as ABC, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon at houseofpraisepp.org. Or you may go simply to our website, 
www.houseofpraisepp.org. Contact us and someone from our discipleship team. I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in Christ. We love you to life. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to our podcast. We hope something was said will be a blessing for you and be a blessing for you this week. Uh, we know that we are still in the hands of God and we will trust him to keep and deliver us. Bless you. God bless you. County line. We love you to life and you can't do anything about it. Look forward to next week. The Lord says the same. We hope that you are praying and reading your word and staying true and standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you. And we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac out. I need to hear you say.